Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Every relationship begins with you. Okay, guys, today is super good, super juicy, super amazing. I know I always say that, but it's always true. So, <laughs> because why is it always true? Because I care and because I am always, always choose the topics that are going to help you in your relationships, in your life, um, in your career, in your health. Um, the, the topics I choose are the ones that are going to do the most amount of good, give you the most amount of guidance, give you the most amount of um, possibility to change, to heal, to look within, to say, I've had enough. I want what Heather is saying I can have because what I'm telling you, you can have is anything. And, you know, I, I, I saw somebody on um uh, I think it was LinkedIn that said, you know, I'm sick of people saying you can't have, you can have everything you want, blah, blah, blah. Well, you can. Okay, you can. Your thoughts predict everything. How you feel right now predicts what you're going to bring into your life. It is the truth. I promise you it is the truth. Look at the, look, I want you to take a look at right now where you're standing in your life. Now, wherever you're standing is a conglomeration of one, every choice you've ever made, two, on your energy, every thought you've ever thought, and what you expend, what you put out, is what comes back. And that is the truth. So, I can tell you the greatest thing, the most important thing to me every day is how I feel. How I feel, because I know if I'm feeling good, not, I don't have to be Miss Pollyanna, okay? We, we don't want, we're not Pollyannas. Why? Because if you're a Pollyanna, you don't really aren't looking at, okay, you're not contrasting your life. See, you have to contrast life. You have to say, God, you know what? Um, I'm so glad traffic sucks. I hate being in traffic. I hate it. It's the worst. But you pass then what? What do you pass? The person that's like getting, gotten in a serious accident. Well, I don't mind traffic so bad now, do I? You know, like there's always a contrast. And so if you look at your life, when you're feeling good, more good things come into your life to feel good about. And so the things that I teach you are about basically really honestly learning how to feel good, um, learning how to feel happy, learning how to feel loved and give love. Because that's all there is in life. Connection, 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 connection to something greater than yourself. Having faith, spirituality, religion, whatever you have. One, and connection to other human beings. And a connection to yourself. And all of those things are meant to feel good, to make you feel happy. And you do not get those good things. You do not feel love. You will not be loved when you are thinking negative, ugly thoughts. And you are in a perpetual pattern of relationship hell. So today I'm going to tell you, you know, Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, you know, was told by Glenda the Good Witch. We've all heard this, right? Um, oh, I got to finish what I was saying about the LinkedIn comment. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. So anyways, Gorth, Dorothy, you know, was told by Glenda Goodwitch, basically, you had the power all along. You could have gotten back to Kansas anytime you wanted to. You had the power all along. Well, it's the same with us. We have the power to have whatever we want to have. We do. You have to believe it and you have to think the thoughts that support it. You have to take the empowered action to make it happen. But when you are in a place of happiness and peace 
and you are working towards something you like and you're feeling good and your energy is positive, you're taking power to action, empowered action. You're not disempowered. Empowered action comes from a place of love, not fear. From a place of knowing, knowing that it might not be this and it might not be right now, but that only means something's better, but I'm going to follow my gut. I'm going to go with this. And 99.9% of the time it works out. And the reason it doesn't is because you create some insane attachment to an expectation. And then when it doesn't get met, you suffer, you complain, you chronically complain, you cry, you beg, you plead, and you get more things to cry, complain, chronically beg about. So back to the LinkedIn comment said, you know, I'm so tired of telling people, you know, you can be anything you want to be. You can! But you got to believe it. So let me tell you a little bit about that. So like, let's say that I, I think y'all know I love football. It's like, you know, and, but I know in my mind, I could not be a um, middle linebacker in play in college football, NFL. Um, I'm, bottom line is I'm 5'6", 128 pounds. Um, yeah, that was never going to work, right? I am not that. So no, I couldn't have been that because I wouldn't have believed in it. Ever. You have to have conviction, a 100% to believe in something. That's what that means. Faith behind it, the knowing, the knowing it can happen. And then, yes, you can have it. Now, you can't have everything all at once. And I've talked about this before. Why? Because you're different seasons of your life. But I can tell you, in every season you are, you can have everything that's possible in that season. You just have to believe it, think it, and take empowered action. So let's go into relationships and how this works and in even everyday life. See, your fear buttons get pushed every day. What is the fear? Fear of, you know what, not being good enough, not being seen, not being heard, not being loved, um, which is basically fear of being disrespected, fear of being abandoned, um, you know, uh, fear of somebody you can't trust. All of these different fears. And so it's not the fear that though determines that if we stay stuck in the fear dance, it's the reactions to the fear. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's how we react to feeling whatever we're afraid of. And what is in what's controlling the reaction, the thoughts, it's never the external circumstances. You see, we think it's the external circumstances. Well, if he or she would do this, if they would do this, if I would, you know, it's because of them. No, 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 no. It's your reaction to the external circumstance. It's your thought about the external circumstance. Nothing else. Nothing else. I choose how I react. You choose how you react. Here's the thing, though. When we are operating with an unhealed mind that gets triggered based on untrue beliefs, self-limiting beliefs, we do not, we have lost control of the thoughts and the the emotions and the reactions. Okay? And so, I'm going to say it again. You have a choice about how you react when someone pushes your fear buttons. No one controls how you think. No one controls how you react. You alone do it. Okay, so let's say I'm walking down the street. Somebody says, you know, a d- despairing remark to me. 
Or let's just say I put a post on LinkedIn or somewhere and they, and uh, so I don't wear, I'm not wearing what somebody wants me to be wearing, whatever. I have a choice right then. I will, what do I do? What I, what I used to do would have been to annihilate them with words until it was just ugly, but that didn't do me any good. But, but I couldn't control that it then because I had an inner child within me that, you know, was felt if, if anybody disrespected me, if I felt disrespected, it was going to get ugly. And I mean, ugly. Now I just go, oh, that poor person. Sometimes I have to like say a, you know, a little smart ass comment back and I don't even care. That's like, that's me. Oh, like somebody said, um, on LinkedIn post, you, you know, your jeans are, your jean is ripped. I just responded, oh, you're kidding me. I had no idea. Now, what would I normally have said 20 years ago? Oh, I won't even repeat it. And that, but the difference is in everything is my reaction. And by saying, oh, you're kidding me. Ha ha. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I just then keep going on with my day. Nothing changes. I stay in a peaceful place. But it's very difficult to do that if you're operating out of a, out of a mind where your ego is controlling it. Okay. <clears throat> so. You have to understand that when you fear rejection, when you fear failure, when you fear disconnection, you know, whatever it is, you can't make it about the external because it's about your internal. It's about what's in your mind. It's not about the existence of your button, but about the way you choose to think and react when that button gets pushed. Okay, do you see how this empowers you? You control how you think and react. You can't control whether anyone pushes your button, but you can control how you think and react to it getting pushed. If this were not the case, you guys, just know this. If this was not the case, all life would be was basically a big elaborate system of manipulation. We would just be manipulating the hell out of each other all the time. So when couples come to me, or when one person in you know relationship comes to me, what do I hear all the time? If he or she would just change, if only they would do this, then I'd be happy. And if only they would do this, then I'd be happy. If they would do, well, guess what? Um, yeah, it hasn't worked so far, has it? You just waiting for them to change something instead of you changing your actions? Okay. In every relationship, I'm going to tell you again, the external problem is rarely the problem. The problem is never about the list of issues you come to me with. Even when there's an affair involved. Yes, that's going to break the trust. That's the hardest thing for people to get over is the trust. But in, within the affair, there's what is wrong with this person that they go out and have an affair? What is wrong with them? It's not for about you. That's the hardest people for, thing for people to know about affairs. It's not about the person that got cheated on. You know, it well, it, it is actually. It's about part, not about them, but it's about your relationship, what's going on within it. But it's really about what's going on with inside the perpetrator because there's a lot of insecurity. Who knows? But anyways, everything else is really, it's about 
It's about our reactions. It's about our behaviors. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, it's not about your spouse or partner needing to change. Right. So it's, it's, it's always our reaction to the issues that are on the list that you come to me with. You know, so, you know, when, when I, when somebody will say, well, she's always yelling at me. She's always bitching at me. I want her to quit yelling at me. Right. Well, they'll usually like look at me and, you know, um, oh, so I don't have to get her to stop yelling. And I, and no, actually you don't. You really don't actually. In fact, um, you can't get her to stop yelling. Can I say it again? You can not get her to stop yelling, nor can I get her to stop yelling. I cannot get him or her to stop drinking. I cannot get him or her to stop spending too much money. I cannot get her or him to put down the fucking toilet seat. I cannot get her or him to do anything to get pushing your buttons. But what I can do is help you take personal responsibility for your reactions to what you consider the bad behavior. Okay? See, the problem is everybody, most of us, are spending all of our time and energy talking about what the other person is doing or not doing. Right? We focus all of our efforts on complaining, describing the hurtful activities, all of these things. Um, and even in friends, I don't like her because she does that. I don't like him because he does that. It's just a constant bitching. Right? Constant. But there is a way, a much better way to stop this. Okay, so you basically you've got to take control of your emotions and your reactions to life, which means you've got to take control of your thoughts and your beliefs and you've got to get that ego in control because your ego is nothing but the automatic negative thoughts. That's your ego. And that's when the central nervous system goes, oh, I'm going to fight you to the death. I'm going to flee. I'm going to freeze. You think I'm going to talk to you? I'm not going to talk to you, even though you need to talk to me and you're freaking out because I'm wanting to leave. No, this isn't going to happen. Oh, Heather, I don't know why. You know why? She's just this. Are you out of your fucking mind? Excuse my language. What the hell is wrong with you people? Like, <laughs> this is not. And by the way, I don't mean to like you people because I was one of those people. What is wrong with us as a society that we can't see that what we've been doing over and over and over and over and over again does not work? What's the definition of insanity? The definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And it does not happen. So instead of he should have, she should have, would have, could have, this, this, that, blah, blah, vomit out of your mouth consistently and constantly, find some real actions, some actionable steps, some actionable things to change it. But, but we don't want to do that. Why? Because it's hard. It takes work. Yeah, it takes work. It takes some work. But you have a choice. Do some work now. And live the rest of your life peacefully, happily, in love with some ups and downs that you know how to work through. Or continue to react to one another in a horrible life. Continue to bring in negative energy and more negative things. Continue to bring in more things to bitch about. Or continue to, you know what, or, or, or what? Or heal the belief system, the mind, the thoughts. Heal the it. And, and then guess what? 
you will live a more positive life and the things you desire will come to your life. See, this isn't about, this is not about um, just, you know, your relationship. That's what people don't understand. When I help them heal, when I help them get to the point they were they want to be, not just their relationship doesn't thrive, just thrive, their health, their careers, everything around them. Why? Because your energy changes. You go to positive energy. I've said this before. I teach a class on the law of attraction. Basically, the law of attraction is all over the Bible, and I keep saying this. I need to bring, you know, because people think it's wooby-dooby. It's not. What you, everything, everything you see in form, everything you can touch, the car you drive, the the airplane you are flying in, everything, the book that you read, the food that was a thought before it became a thing. If you think it can be true, it can be true. And if you can pay attention to the ideas that come to you from your inner guide, from your intuition, from your true self, and you act upon those ideas with positivity, with um, a lot of confidence behind it, and love, and go in that direction, taking empowered action, your thoughts will also become things. But you can't create good ideas, good thoughts, when you're living in a negative energy relationship. You will stay stuck. You will procrastinate, procrastinate. You will make excuses and you will just bitch your life away. And that is the reality. So yeah, there's a much better way. And I do have, you know, some six steps to take control of your emotions and reactions to life as a start. But I'm not have time to tell you them right now. But what I can tell you is I'm actually offering a free workshop where I'm going to discuss these six things, where I'm going to discuss a lot more. The link to sign up to the free workshop this Wednesday, 6-22-2022, is in the notes here on the podcast. Click on it. Sign up. Get into this workshop. It's free. It's free. And by the way, you'll never, I never give anything away for free except which this hour and a half long workshop, only because I need to show you, I want you to see it in front of you. What is stopping you, show you how you can stop it um, and, and, and take advantage of it. Show up, show up, bring a piece of, of your notepad and a pen. If you want the life, the relationship you want, sign up for the workshop on Wednesday. And in the meantime, understand that it's not your partner's fault, okay? And if they don't change, and if you go seek help and you change, but they don't, and you get back on that hamster wheel, arguing about the same crap over and over and over again, but nothing changes, shame on you, not shame on them. You are an active participant in your misery. And when you actively participate in your misery, you have no one to blame but yourself. And that is the truth. Bigger than any truth I've ever told, that is the truth. You are agreeing to live in shit and eat crap sandwiches. Bottom line, I've said it a million times, screwed up kids cannot get help. Screwed up adults get help. If your reactions are disproportionate to situations or you are reacting to continuously the same behaviors, what is wrong? Why are you doing that? Why are you not seeking help? Why are you not changing it? I don't know. You know, maybe you love misery. Maybe you love chaos because guess what? People that grow up in dysfunctional homes and abusive homes love chaos. They thrive in chaos. We create chaos. 
Chaos gets created. Why? Because it makes him feel good. It makes him feel it's familiar. But, the, but we we're hoping for a different result, but it never happens. Take some empowered action. Empowered action is what gets you to the place you want to be. The, so the empowered action that you have a choice right now to take is sign up, come to the workshop. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. Goodbye.